Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hello, America, and happy Tuesday. At least it's happy in some parts of the country, but perhaps not in Washington, D.C., where just a few minutes ago, the United States House of Representatives rejected Jim Jordan to be the next Speaker of the House. He was 20 votes short of what he needed. 20 Republicans defected. In fact, he got fewer votes than the Democrat, Hakeem Jeffries, in the race for the speakership. Now, a lot of people say, oh, it's all over. We got to go back to the starting board. Not yet. Right now, they've taken a break and Jim Jordan is negotiating. He now knows who the 20 are that are holding out on him. Can he negotiate? Can he get a certain number of people to change their votes? Can he get some people to vote present? That also changes the equation of how many votes he needs. That is ongoing. And in just a few minutes, we're going to bring in Congressman Austin Scott, of Georgia. He had just been a candidate for House Speaker last week. He lost to Jim Jordan. He rallied behind Jim Jordan, said it's time to elect a Speaker. And he's going to give us the very latest as it's playing out on Capitol Hill right this moment. It's a live report. We're very excited to have that from the Congressman, uh, one of our always one of our most trusted sources when it comes to issues on Capitol Hill, U.S. intelligence, and so forth. So we've got that. In the second block of the show, we've got Congressman Mike Collins. He's a freshman from Georgia, runs a trucking company, has really made an impact early in his first nine, 10 months on the job in Congress. He's going to talk a little bit about why there is so much dissension in the ranks, what it is that Republicans are doing, and also the danger of focusing on this leadership battle for such a prolonged period of time that you don't do the people's business. That's a very important subject. And Congressman Mike Collins, who brings a CEO's mentality, a truck shipping firm mentality, he's going to talk about that. He's also going to talk about the war on diesel and what it could mean for the future of America's supply chain concerns that the push for electric trucks is a push towards failure. You got heavier trucks that can spend fewer time on the road, which means more trucks are needed. The weight tears up the road. The distances traveled shrinks. And that, of course, requires more trucks to get on the road to get the same supplies out there. We're going to hear a lot about that from Mike Collins. I'm really excited about that. In the third block, we are going to have a conversation about all the money that Arab countries have spent over the years trying to influence U.S. learning institutions, universities like Harvard and George Washington University, University of Pennsylvania, others. Coming from countries like Qatar, which harbors a lot of the Hamas leaders, or Saudi Arabia, or Egypt, or 
UAE. By the way, the amount of money from those Arab nations, which oftentimes are not from Israel, dwarfs what Israel spends on influence operations, lobbying, gifts to universities. It's a pretty remarkable number. In fact, Qatar, which has a large number of Hamas leaders in there, it harbors a lot of anti-Israel news sites. It gave $1.6 billion to U.S. education institutions in the last few years, according to documents kept by the U.S. Education Department. That is very concerning to people, because if you try to understand, well, how did our students that we see playing out in George Washington University or Harvard or University of Penn, why are they so anti-Israel after decades of pro-Israel support in America? The answer is the education system. And where is the education system getting its money? Well, from people like Qatar that have a greater alliance with Palestinians and Hamas than they did with Israel. We're going to have that conversation with one of the true experts in anti-Semitism and extremism on college campuses, Brian Leib from CasePAC, one of the most important voices when it comes to fighting anti-Semitism and silliness in America. So we're going to have him in the third block of the show. I'm very, very excited about that. Hey, in the show today, we're going to always talk about our good friends at EnviroCleanse. They are doing amazing things day in and day out to find a way to keep your air purer and cleaner, free from toxins, free from viruses, fever from bacteria and mold spores. They have technology so good that the United States Navy uses it, U.S. hospitals use it, and now they've made it affordable so that you and I can afford it. I put one in my master bedroom. I've never slept better. EnviroCleanse is really an incredible product. It has minerals in its filter that, by the way, the filter lasts two years, and uh, the smells are out of your house, the toxins are out of the house, the mold, the viruses. If you're worried about getting COVID or a cold or the flu, EnviroCleanse can take out the vast majority of viruses passing through your home. So to take advantage of this incredible opportunity, go to ekpure.com, ekpure.com slash justnews30 or use the promo code justnews30. Now, why did I change that promo code from justnews? Because you're going to get 30% off instead of 10% off if you use the justnews30 promo code or you go to ekpure.com slash just News 30. You're also going to get a free air quality monitor that allows you to see what the quality of your air is and so much more free fast shipping, an incredible product, but 30% off a unit. That is a great deal. So go check out our good friends at EnviroCleanse today, ekpure.com slash Just News 30 or use the promo code Just News 30. All right, when we come back, Austin Scott, congressman from Georgia, member of the House Intelligence Committee, former candidate for U.S. Speaker, the man who lost him, Jim Jordan. He's going to describe why he's supporting Jim Jordan and what he thinks comes next now that Jordan fell about 20 Republicans short of securing the nomination for the job of House Speaker. All right, we'll have that right after these messages. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 
G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. Our next guest, one of the most trusted voices in Congress, recently ran for speaker, has been one of the most important voices on the House Intelligence Committee and always a truth teller. We love having him on the show. He is Congressman Austin Scott from the great state of Georgia. He joins us right now. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Hey, John, thanks for having us. I know it's an exhausting time in Congress. Two weeks, no speaker. Today, Jim Jordan went in, fell about 20 votes short in the full House. What should we read from that vote and what steps are next? Look, I, I'm, I'm sure he's calling the people. I mean, you, you publicly now know who, who is not, uh, who did not vote for him on the floor. And so I'm sure he's reaching out to those people to see what the issues are there and uh, what questions he can resolve about that. And then I expect we'll go back and have another vote on the floor. Uh, later on this afternoon. So it's, I mean, he's doing what he's got to do and making the phone calls and uh, seeing if he can get, you know, people, people to come on board and help him get across the finish line. And, you know, again, let's not forget that we, we should not be in this position. That's right. Eight Republicans voted with 208 Democrats. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is the largest fundraiser we have ever had for House Republicans. Uh, we need him. Uh, it has been, um, it, it is now 12 months from the next elections and, you know, we, we have to get a speaker seated. We have to get some things done. And no matter how much money you raise, if you're not able to run the house, you're not going to win elections. And so we, we both, uh, need to get a speaker seated who can, who can run the house and can actually go out there and campaign for people and help us win some more seats because a five seat majority is non-governing majority. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's as we've now come to painfully appreciate. It's a very difficult job. And yet there's a lot of things that Republicans agree on. And I think that if we can just get back to normal order, get a, a leader in place, there's a lot of progress to go. And I think over the sure. last few days, particularly as we've learned more and more about 
the Hamas attack on Israel, Iran's role in it. There seems to be a growing sentiment. One of the things even Democrats are going to cross over potentially, and that is to block that $6 billion and any other goods that might be available to Iran that they don't deserve given their bad behavior. Can you tell us what you know about what you can talk about publicly about Iran complicity in these attacks? Yeah, so so everybody everybody knows that Iran has you know helped uh, Hamas over the years, um, and and we're not naive to the fact that they're continuing to help Hamas. Uh, I will tell you, John, that that I do hope from the standpoint of you know the lives being lost that that we are prudent with what we say, but that we do not uh, escalate. This, where all of a sudden you have Hezbollah openly attacking uh, Israel, Iran openly attacking Israel, and and then you you know end up with a a very large war in the Middle East. Yeah. So so we need to be prudent and, and diligent, not naive to what is going on. Um, but you know it breaks my heart to see uh, these kids. And, and, and people suffering on the TV. I've got a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. And, you know, every time I, I, I see one of those kids, uh, it, it reminds me of my own. And, uh, you know, some of the kids that are being killed are Palestinian. Some of the kids that are being killed uh, are Jewish. And, um, you know, what happened in the United States with the six-year-old Palestinian child, that, that's unacceptable. And, and we have to condemn that. And, uh, and and we have to, we have to make sure that we... We support Israel and giving them the intelligence and the weapons that they need to uh, to get rid of Hamas, help them get as many of the hostages back as we can. But we need to make sure that we are doing what we can to keep Iran and Hezbollah out of this and try to keep it limited to um, to you know Hamas as best we can. And again, not being naive to the fact that there is some support coming, but at least. Uh, it's not open support. If it's open support, it becomes a, uh, a a much bigger issue because of how much they can get Hamas and how fast. Yeah, it is a very tricky calculation. And of course, the temptation for Iran will be to activate Hezbollah from the north to try to create a regional war. Do you think Iran would like to see a regional war? Does your gut tell you that they, they benefit most from that? Uh, I, I'm not convinced of that. Uh, I have colleagues that are convinced of it. I'm, I'm not convinced of that. I'm not convinced that that they want to have um, this turn into more than it already is. Yeah. Right. There are different opinions on that, though. I mean, sure. I'll be the first to tell you there are different opinions on that up here. Yeah. Well, we'll know a lot over the next few days. I think we'll learn a lot about it. I, I think we will. I want to talk a little bit about another country. Qatar obviously been an ally of the United States, but it also harbors Hamas leaders. It harbors a lot of news organizations that spew anti-Israel rhetoric on a daily basis. And it has, in a story that we're going to reveal tomorrow, $1.6 billion of recent investment into American universities, as well as a very large American lobbying staff, one of the largest foreign lobbying efforts inside U.S. borders of any country in the world. It's a tricky thing. We need Qatar for the Gulf Strategic Alliance. But at the same time, it's awful close to Hamas. And it seems to be one of the people maybe getting some of these curriculum changed in universities. How should we look at Qatar at this moment in history? We, we need to just do this based simply on the facts, John. Let, let's get the evidence. If, if they're doing things that are contrary to the interests of the United States and the world, then Obviously, it has to be corrected. And so 
this is one of those things where you know we 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 put it all together and and if we can if we can prove that this is happening and it doesn't have to be proven beyond the shadow of a doubt this right. is not a courtroom right but then you know obviously you would want to take uh corrective action at that stage yeah the Biden administration's policy, at least as energy particularly, has played into the two most likely war monitors in this narrative right now. We've got Russia obviously attacking Ukraine and, of course, yeah. high oil sales benefit the Russian war machine. And like likewise, Iran does a huge growth in Iran oil sales and exports in the last few months. And of course, at a high price, you see their cash reserves go from $4 billion at the end of the Trump administration to more than $70 billion. Now, energy mm. policy, you always say, you've said this many times on the show, it's national security policy. Pretty poignant example. Do you think members of Congress are willing to go against President Biden right now, try to get lower energy prices because it lowers the war machines of these two enemies? So I know, I know the Republicans are, and we've been trying to. And if you go back to the debt limit, John, one of the agreements in the debt limit was that would he, he would ease the permitting on, on oil, gas, and energy inside the United States. I mean, that would have helped everybody in, in our country right. uh, with, with lower right. gas prices, lower energy prices. That means you've got uh, lower heating bills at your house. You know, it doesn't cost much to fill up the car. And it also means it, it, it doesn't cost much to manufacture inside the United States. So... That would be good for the United States. I, I do not know that we're going to get support from many of the Democrats on that issue. Uh, probably get support from some of the Senate Dems that are up for re-election, right. since they're up for re-election. Uh, never underestimate how uh, how the voters have the ability to correct um, somebody's previous misconduct as, as they go into the election cycle. But... There, the, the other aspect of it is the presidential election that's coming up, John. I mean, I think Democrats know that they are um, they're in trouble. Yeah, and if you look right. at all of the things that they've done to President Trump, he's still polling even with them. Yeah. And and and, and their presidential nominee and, and, and Joe Biden. And so remarkable. Uh, it's it's it, it's all about the economy. Yeah. It, it, that is that is 100 percent about the economy and and you know people are hurting when you go to the grocery store and and you're having to put uh food back and i will tell you uh i've seen it multiple times over the last couple of weeks where the people who checked out in front yeah. of me uh, put something they got the to the car, end right? of it yep they didn't have they didn't have the money to pay and they had to so uh take to things out of the cart and mm. so they're, they're they know they know they tip, most people buy pretty much the same thing. They typically know about what the bill is going right. to be when they get to the counter. And, and and this is the end result of Bidenomics. I mean, we, we have way too much inflation. The government has spent too much money, pushed too much money out. And uh, we're very concerned about what we see going into the first quarter of next year with uh, the potential for interest rate rises and other things and and what it does to the economy. Yeah, no, it is. Another place where you have been talking for quite some time, food shortages. We're starting to see more reports of low yields in Africa, Asia, other places. You've been warning about this moment for a long time. Are we ready to deal with it? And of course, if fertilizer prices keep going up because fuel prices going up, we're probably exacerbating the problem right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're um, I mean, I don't, I don't think the world is ready to deal with it. I know I was in Africa a few weeks ago, and some of those countries over there, they were planning, you know, 
a significant percentage fewer acres, uh, which means fewer tons of food. And so the population of the world continues to increase. And if the food supply goes down, then obviously you have you have more hungry people in the world. And so it's it's a um, it's a situation where we have allowed our inputs to to migrate away from the ownership of our inputs in agriculture to migrate away from the United States. Yeah. Uh, we need to get it back into the United States with our seed supply, our fertilizer supply, our chemical supply. And then uh, we've got too much monopolization on the other side of the farm, too, where you got monopolization on the inputs and then the farmer grows it. And then you got uh, farmers got very few choices of who to sell right. uh, the product to. Uh, so I feel I feel for those those family farms yeah, that, that are out there. We need to make sure that they have the crop yeah. insurance and other things they need to keep 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 on going. Yeah, that's exactly right. We just celebrated National Farmer Day, and they're in a squeeze right. on both sides of that equation. They are, and it's gotten they a lot are. worse under this president. Last question for you, because you have been one of the most vigilant voices about protecting our country against future terrorism, having lived through what we did in 9-11. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've seen more warnings, more uptight counterterrorism officials in the last week in my private conversation that I've seen sure. in a very long time. Can you give us a sense of the threat matrix as you can best describe it without obviously giving up classified information? But there is some real concern yep. that Hamas-type violence is, is migrating westward, may eventually reach here. Well, if if uh, 95% of the people coming into the country illegally or, or if you consider them to be to be people who uh, want to come to the United States to find a job and work uh, and only 5% are coming here for, for bad reasons, that's still hundreds of thousands of people who have come into this country with the intent to do us harm. Yeah. And it is, I mean, what is going on at our southern border uh, is our weak point. And if you look at uh, at what happened with with Israel, uh, we don't need to be naive to uh, the potential for that to happen inside the United States. And so, people need to be vigilant. You need to keep your head on the swivel. I'm not asking to live in fear. We don't want to live in fear. We're Americans, and um, you you know just pay attention. But there there are uh, there have been a lot of people allowed into this country that that we have no idea who they are or what their intent is. Yeah, no, it's pretty frightening, and you've been warning about this for a long time. I know a lot of people in Georgia were so proud to see your name in nomination for a speaker just the other day, and I know they're proud of the work you do every day, and they can't wait for the rest of Congress to get back to work right after this speaker battle. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready for that. Yeah, we need, we, we need to get to work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we're, uh, you know, Scalise was the Republican nominee, and then uh, he had uh, some people withhold their votes for him so he could not get to the 217 and become the Speaker of the House. And that, that made Jordan uh, the de facto nominee. Uh, I was pretty frustrated, as were a lot of my colleagues, not at Jim, not at Jim, to right. be clear, but at, right, right. at some, of, process. some of the supporters who had said, yeah. you know, things that, that, you know, publicly stated they wouldn't vote for Scalise on the floor. And, and that's a problem. We only have a five-seat margin. And so... You know, if they if they do that, um, you know, then that means we can't elect a Republican speaker without Democratic votes. And so I, I was pretty frustrated at, at those who had done that. And uh, we uh, did not intend to run for speaker when we woke up that morning. And I, I literally I came back to the office and uh, people were like, how come you didn't tell us? And I didn't tell them because I didn't know I was running for speaker. <laughs> uh, 
And I had to, I texted a couple of guys from my church, asked them to be in prayer. And they're like, what for? I'm like, I don't have time to discuss it. Just be in prayer for me and call my wife and put on a suit and walk back down there. And um, we had, we had a good time. We just told it like it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, most of the people up here in Congress are good people. Uh, that want to operate based on principle. Uh, we have a few that uh, tend to negotiate based on power. And, you know, that's just not, you can't run an organization based on who has the most power. You have to run an organization like this based on principle. Everyone who's watched you in action know that you operate from a base of principle. And I think no matter whether people agree or don't agree with you on a given issue, they know that you rely on those principles and values. And I think that engenders such incredible respect, which, of course, we saw this week in the vote for speaker. Sir, what a great honor to have you on. I know there's a busy day ahead of you, maybe a couple busy days ahead of you. But we sure appreciate the live it's update from Capitol Hill. Hey, just keep praying for the members up here and that, the, that there will be discernment from the, the general public and you. You know, people will be able to see who the ones are that are operating, you know, in the best interest of the country and the ones who are, you know, operating in the best interest of themselves. Yeah, that is wise advice. Folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Congressman Mike Collins, a freshman who has an outsized influence in Congress, current owner of a very important trucking firm. He's going to join us next after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash Just News. Georgia Congressman Mike Collins, he's right in the middle of all that going on in Washington today. He joins us right now. Sir, good to have you back on the show. 
Hey, John. Hey, Amanda. I appreciate you having me on. Amanda, I thought you were going to say influential person and you were going to mention me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you are obviously one of the biggest and best ones endorsing him. And I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, sir, that's a a big part of this. Uh, It seems as the time has gone on, more and more people are coming to Jim Jordan's side. Do you think he has the votes? Will he be short? What's the key in the next 12 hours to be watching for I think that the key is that we have conference tonight and we see just where the where our conference stands. But if I were close, even if I didn't have close to 217, I think I would go ahead and take this thing to the floor and, and have a floor vote. Let people stand up and publicly announce uh, if they're with Jim Jordan or if they're not who they are, if they're they're backing in this race. Because, John, we got to get back to work. Yeah. There are so many things <laughs> that are on hold right now. And, and, and if we don't get the House back open, uh, we're, the days are counting on appropriations. We've got hot spots. We've got things going on all around this world that, that need our attention. And uh, so we need to go ahead and put this to rest. Yeah, that's so true. Well, and sir, I I do want to comment on your influence because those who are supporting Jim Jordan for speaker are whittling away at that number. The last I heard was about 20 minutes ago and we're down to only 10 no votes. So we are definitely within the realm of possibility. But I I, I just want to get you to explain to our audience why having that full floor vote might bring us closer because of, of the public spotlight and a little bit more pressure on those people voting. And and that's exactly right. I mean, you know, when you're in conference and you're writing on a piece of paper and folding it in half and sticking it in a box, uh, it's it's easy to say no or it's easy to focus on what you might want. But the folks back home, when they're texting and they're calling in and you stand up and you publicly uh, make a different vote, uh, then then people see that. So it's it's time to to get this thing down on the floor and uh, get Jim Jordan seated in that as a speaker of the House and uh, that way we can get back to work. Yeah, and I think uh, people are raring to get going on those appropriations bills, as you mentioned. Uh, if a speaker is in place, how quickly, sir, do you think it can be that the rest of the appropriations bills can be finished up and sent to the Senate, which puts the Senate on defense for the first time? Well, you know, we had a schedule uh, that we were working off of and then until the motion to vacate. And if we didn't have the motion to vacate, I feel like we would probably be right around 90 percent of our appropriation bills done now. They're queued up. I think the, there may be one left that's in subcommittee, and it happens to be the one that I've got uh, amendments and I need to put on that appropriation bill. I don't think we're going to get through with them now within the, uh, the time frame of the I think we got less than 35 days now right. before November the 17th. So we're going to need to do something uh, to push the rest of them on through. But uh, a lot of them are teed up. We just need to get them to the floor, get them marked up, get them amended, debated and voted on. Box these things up, send them over to the Senate and, and see what they're going to do with them. Yeah. Right. Well, and sir, it's not just Republicans who it behooves to get a, a person in that seat as speaker. Um, obviously, without a speaker, that affects all of the mechanisms of Congress. Yeah. But right now we don't have an ambassador to Israel. We have a president who is is utterly weak on the world stage. There are so many deficits and so many empty, empty areas as far as our reputation on the world stage. So this is something that that's got to get done. And it and it. It's, it's influential beyond just Capitol Hill, right? Oh, you're exactly right. You think about it. We've got a freshman, um, Jim Moylan, who is, uh, he represents Guam, one of our territories. 
And and you look at uh, China. They've been they've been watching us all along, and they are over there around the Marshall Islands. They are worried to death. Jim is 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 actually been in conference just. Uh, shaking at the fact that uh, we haven't had a conference on NDAA yet. Uh, we have appropriation bills out there that will help protect those islands, protect those very important territories to the United States. And uh, and we aren't doing any of that. And of course, China is sitting not only there, but but you take a look at what uh, China is out there. They are just chomping at the bits to get a hold of Taiwan. The Chinese economy is faltering. It's failing. They're looking for avenues to uh, to shore that up. And, and what better way to do that than to take over Taiwan, uh, which happens to be the semiconductor capital of the world? Yeah, such a great point. Sir, I want to turn a little bit to the tensions in the Middle East. Uh, there are some uh, in uh, politics right now suggesting that America should take in Palestinian refugees or others on college campuses, literally suggesting that Israel somehow to blame for the terror attack on itself. Could you talk a little bit about the environment and whether or not it's a good idea to bring Palestinian refugees to the United States? No, we don't need to bring any more refugees to the United States. There's plenty of countries around this world that can take on refugees. But uh, these people that are protesting here in the United States, the media loves to take on and tackle things that they think can get them more viewership. And uh, that's another reason that the United States House of Representatives needs to have the doors open and be at work, because whether it's just offering up a resolution that says that the United States of America stands firmly behind Israel, and we do, or whether it's that we are going to provide them with the aid that they need to knock down this terrorist group, this bunch of barbarians that have been out there terrorizing the Israeli people, then we need to make sure that we are able to do that. And until we do that, the news media is going to pick up on, on uh, people that are out there uh, with some of these crazy, crazy outlooks uh, that are just helping fuel this terrorist uh, uh, activity that's going on over in Israel. Yeah, you're exactly right. Congressman, we've just got a few minutes left, so I want to make sure I, I ask you about something that I know is near and dear to your heart, because every time we have the the fiscal year conversations about budgeting for the following year, you know, much of that entails conversations from the past about terrible spending decisions. And you look at the Biden administration's priorities, especially with respect to green energy and all of these EV mandates. So much of this, I think, it hinges on what happens in the trucking industry. And I have done a little bit of research on what an EV mandate for the trucking industry looks like, because if you look at a clean diesel uh, engine, um, a tractor trailer, it's uh, what, 300 gallons. So it can go about 16 to 1800 miles. The chargeability of an electric vehicle, it takes 10 hours to charge and it can only go about 200 miles on that charge. Not to mention the fact that I think 95% of trucking companies have 10 employees or less. They are legitimately small businesses. And EV mandates across the board, but especially with respect to the trucking industry, crushes America, which plays exactly into all of these conversations we're having about appropriations. It does. And, you know, it's, it's, you can take it all the way back to critical minerals, which we have an administration that is bent on not allowing mining in our country, where we have all the minerals in the world to mine and get, do whatever we want to do. But they have made, prohibited that to the point to where China controls 80 percent of the critical minerals that are processed in this world. And we should be bringing that production back home. But you're right. These EV trucks that are out there, we chest drove one uh, probably about a year and a half ago. It doesn't have a very good life cycle. You don't get any mileage out of it. 
On top of that, they weigh right at 30,000 pounds. The heaviest truck that I have on the road today is just north of 17,000 pounds. So if you think there's road congestion today, wait until you have to go total electric and you try to put two to three times more trucks out there on the road at the same time. It just makes no sense. Folks, one more good and very serious conversation still ahead. Anti-Semitism, the rise of intolerance on college campuses. How does it start and where does the money flow? Well, part of the answer is from Qatar, a apologist for Hamas. We'll have that in the next block with Brian Live right after these messages. Angie's List is now Angie, A-N-G-I, the nation's largest home services marketplace. And they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project is, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. That's what you want, right? I'm uh, thinking about building out my basement in my cabin. I've been perusing Angie, looking for just the right contractor to get it done the way my wife and I want it done. Now, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and right in your neighborhood. That's important, right? You can do comparative shopping. Get started today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today. The app and the website are free to use. Angie.com or the Angie app. Go check it out today. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back, America. With the war in uh, Israel about to enter a new phase of ground war going into Gaza and terror spreading across Europe and closer to the United States every day. Warnings coming here regularly now. Uh, we thought we'd dive into a very important question. How did our universities become apologists for terror groups like uh, Hamas and others like them? Our next guest, well, he's been fighting anti-Semitism and silliness on college campuses and everywhere else for years. Brian Leib is the executive director of Case Back, and he joins us right now. Brian, great to have you back on the show. Thank you to you both for having me. Um, we, a lot of people this past week were saying, oh my God, what happened to Harvard? What happened to UPenn? How did so many smart people become so dumb and buy into the idea that these terror groups should somehow be sympathetic, that we should give empathy to them? Uh, and then I started to take a look at some of this foreign agent registration donations to universities. There's been a multi-million, perhaps a multi-billion dollar effort to influence America from Arab countries supporting Hamas, hasn't there? 
Well, that's exactly correct. Uh, the amount of money that some of these countries in the Middle East have been dropping uh, on uh, our most prestigious universities is, is enough to uh, to fund uh, another country. Uh, I mean, it's it's an enormous amount of money that universities have been receiving and also a lot of very small universities as well uh, that we probably have never heard of that receive uh, donations uh, from from some of these uh, these governments. Uh, one one of the governments in particular that spends an enormous amount of money are the Qataris. Yes. Uh, and the amount of money that they spread throughout the system here in America is really something else. And it's not just the money, John, it's also the material support that some of these universities are giving to former high-ranking uh, regime officials of the Islamic Republic of Iran uh, at several universities throughout this country. There are former, quote, former high-ranking officials that are that are professors at these universities. So I don't think we should be surprised in the least uh, that, that some of, uh, not some, but the vast majority of universities in America become so radicalized uh, it starts at the top. It starts with uh, with donations. Uh, and but I will say on that front, there's been such an outpouring yeah. uh, of support now for the Jewish community uh, with Jewish donors really stepping up to the plate to, to cut off donations to, to Penn, to Harvard and to other places because of the, the hostile grounds that it is there for for Jewish students in today's world. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Brian, I want to ask you, because I, I, I have to admit the numbers aren't that surprising when you consider the ideology that has infected uh, academia. And then when people graduate from college, they obviously become voters. And you look at these recent polling, I, I think it was a, a Gallup poll from March that showed that Democrats as a party, 49 percent support for Palestinians. That's overtaken their 38% support for Israel. And, and I'm just going to say it. I don't know if that's necessarily skewed uh, properly because I think that there's even more support for Palestinians. It's, this is just the number who are, are willing to admit it because here on the ground in Los Angeles over the weekend, there were two different protests, one supporting Israel and one supporting Hamas or Palestinians. And, and I got to say, the one for Palestinians was a lot bigger than the one on the west side for Israel. Yeah, Amanda, what you saw happen in Los Angeles was replicated in almost every major city here in America and also throughout the world. I mean, some of the scenes uh, that we saw in London and Sydney were just uh, really uh, tough to watch. Uh, you know, you had crowds in Sydney, you know, chanting for gas the Jews. You have crowds uh, in New York City, you know, calling for Hamas to finish the job. I mean, this is happening on U.S. soil. And you know, listen, I am all for freedom of speech and respect people's opinion to exercise that freedom of speech. But I must admit, Amanda and John, I, I have a real problem uh, with with our government allowing uh, people to take to the streets to, to celebrate Hamas. And and it's it's uh, in stark contrast when you look at some of the European countries, the French have come out and said, if you take to the streets, we're putting you in jail for five years. Uh, Hungary, a country that I was just in earlier this week, uh, there was not a single individual that was protesting because they would not allow it. But yet here in America, uh, we have people that are taking to the streets, protesting in support of Hamas. And Amanda, the most dangerous part about all of it, in my opinion, is we see the the reporters that ask them questions and say, well, what you know, what are your opinions about, you know, babies being beheaded and women being raped and all these things? And you know what their response is? Their response is, show me the proof. Yeah. <laughs> they need to see they it's need terrifying. to see the proof that, that these that these animals, Hamas, 
did what 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 they're what we're saying they did. So it's it's really a sad state of affairs here here in America, uh, and we've got to stay vigilant uh, because if it can happen in Israel, I hate to say it, it, it can it can happen here in America as well. Yeah, uh, that's a very good point, and a lot of stark warnings coming out of intelligence and law enforcement the last few days on that very point, Brian. I want to talk about the pushback because there has been some dramatic things, whether it's John Huntsman and UPenn, um, Mr. Griffin at Harvard and others, many others at Harvard. Um, there is an early effort to push back against this really reprehensible mindset that's hit these very elite colleges. What's the next step? If someone's listening today saying, I want to do something constructive to push back, where does this go next to make sure that we stamp this bigotry out of our universities? Well, it's a great question, John. And, and with a lot of these universities, you know, they are definitely driven uh, based on donations that they receive. Uh, and I heard just a couple hours ago that the CEO of Apollo, Mark Rowan, uh, who is a very big donor uh, to Penn, he said, I'm going to send them a one dollar check. So uh, maybe, you know, Penn and these other universities will start to get the message when they get one dollar checks instead of uh, 50 million dollar checks. But I mean, if anyone is, a, is an alum of any of these ma major universities, uh, it all starts with 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 your wallet. It starts with sending a message to the universities and that you're not going to support what they're doing. And again, we should all be supportive of freedom of speech 100 percent. But when freedom of speech crosses the line into supporting terrorists and inciting violence against Jews and Americans on U.S. soil, that should not be up for conversation. That is wrong and that needs to be condemned very strongly. Yeah, Brian, we've just got 30 seconds left. I just wanted to ask you, obviously, the United States has always been a, even in a material and military, military sense, a supporter of Israel. We've now got two warships heading that way or aircraft carriers. Um, do you think that Netanyahu needs to factor in Biden and the United States or just focus on what Israel can do to defeat Hamas? Like the president of any, any, any country, your first responsibility is to make sure that your people are safe. Uh, that's what Benjamin Netanyahu has to focus on right now. Ignore the noise, ignore what the UN is going to say, ignore what other people are going to say. It is time to crush Hamas, eliminate Hamas, anyone that's ever supported Hamas. And of course, the 10,000 pound gorilla is Hezbollah on Israel's northern border. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So grateful you can join us today. A big thank you to Congressman Austin Scott, Congressman Mike Collins, and, of course, Brian Live from Case Pack. Three provocative conversations, three frontline people on the front lines of some of the great history that's unfolding in Washington and around this country. Also, folks, if you want to get an EnviroCleanse air purifier and start breathing better in your own home, get rid of the colds and flus and viruses and COVID, well, all you got to do is go to ekpure.com slash justnews30, ekpure.com slash justnews30, or use the promo code justnews30 when you check out. You're going to get 30% off one of the cleaners. That's the best deal I've heard of in a long time. This is a life changer for me. It can be for you, too. Go check them out today. ekpure.com slash justnews30. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. We'll be back tomorrow with regular programming. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. 
But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews.